K-Pasa, unicorns. Dragons. And Polly. Oh, oh my. God. Welcome back, Menagerie, for another week. Uh, we're excited to have you guys back again. Um, we wanted to start off with listener feedback. We love listener feedback, we don't we? We love listener feedback. We do. All right. So I got this from someone on um, Facebook. They messaged me. I'm not going to use their name. Obviously, we like to be uh, anonymous. But discreet. Discreet is a good way of putting it. Right. So um, this person said that, you know, one of the questions we had about in the Q&A in the Q&A episode, um, it being a red flag, if you're seeking someone who will do something that your partner won't. and, you know, was, is that a red flag? But basically the question was, isn't it the kind of the same thing when the woman in the relationship wants girl sex? You know, granted, as the guy, you don't have a vagina and can't provide that. But if there's something your partner can't or won't provide, ethically seeking someone who will seems like a reasonable choice. So I want to pop in and say that my response, knee-jerk reaction of it being a red flag is Definitely a response for myself, you know, personally speaking, that is not what I want and I, you know, want a deeper connection. So personally for me, that's a red flag. But in the situation where it is, you know, something consensual, like, you know, seeking another woman, I think that's kind of apples and oranges. Yeah. And And I should have separated my response a little bit. Well, I mean, in terms of like red flag too, what it may do is it might not be a red flag, but it could turn away some people. It might turn away like a single girl looking, let's say for a couple, because they may think, you know, that's all they really want is just to like for me to do a specific act. But, you know, obviously in terms of like, if you're a couple looking for another girl because the girl wants to have girl sex, like, yeah, that's like very, very common. That's not gonna be the red flag. I think the key word here is ethically, which the listener wrote in their response, ethically seeking that if, if you are honest about what you want and you find someone else that wants the same thing, go for it. Absolutely. As long as you guys are communicating what you're giving and the recipient is communicating what they want and what they want to give in return and that all lines up, then I know that like bubble, have at it. Yeah, but, but I mean, I know bubbles. Like you gave your answer, which I understand. You're like, this is for me. This would be like a red mm-hmm. flag. But that's kind of like the point that I was trying to say is that you may be limiting yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Saying, but if but if that's all that said couple is interested, oh in, yeah, then limit away. Yeah, you know. Uh, but again, Seek just what you're looking for. Just for the purpose of the podcast, I'm just trying to give some advice. Right. And my advice would be, you know, you could always look for a connection and try to, let's say it's a couple looking for a girl, you'd make that connection, have your first date, and then kind of put on the table like things that you wanted to try that maybe like your partner doesn't like. Like let's say it's anal, right? Maybe you could always bring that up later on, but maybe putting it in like a profile saying like, we're here because my girlfriend, wife won't have anal. You may, you may, uh, you may limit yourself. Who's going to respond. So that's the idea. I would say definitely. Yeah, I think it would yeah, will I think, happen. Yeah. I think <laughs> having a exclusive or very specific searching for terms in your profile yeah. could potentially turn away a good portion of poly people who, you know, see a lot of those limitations off the bat. I think yeah. that that would hold true in in all searches of all life. When yeah. you narrow your search yeah. window and you yeah. say this, 
really narrow thing is all that I want and all that I'm looking for, the chances you're That's going much to more find concise. that are very slim. Very slim. And and you again, know? just to, to summarize yes, so it all, you know, I don't think it's a we, – we probably shouldn't use the term like red flag. I think that was kind of the the the, um, the the usage that the actual question came from. I don't know if it would be like a red flag, but you may limit yourself. And obviously what they're saying is, you know, well, is it because the girl wants girl sex? And, you know, is that – no, that's what a lot of people are looking for. So I understand what he's saying. A lot but... of people want girl sex, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right. So – the next portion um, of this episode, we have another interview, and we're really excited because this is actually our first um, poly thruple that we are interviewing. Um, they had a lot of um, other than ourselves, other than ourselves, obviously. Do we count? Do we count as interview? <laughs> no. Well, no, we don't count. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I guess we like asked each other questions. Yeah, we had story, story time. time. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, I just you know we uh, we want to jump right in this interview. Um, it's pretty lengthy, so I want to make sure that we have uh, enough time to get it in. You guys ready? Let's hear it. Bring it down. All right. So we actually have a thruple on the uh, podcast today. We're really excited to talk to. Um, I'm not going to go too much of an intro because I really want them to, you know, tell us about them. And uh, please welcome Mike, Bobby, and Diana. Welcome. Hello, guys. Hello. All right. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Hi. Yeah, of course. You know, what we'd like you to start off with is just kind of give us like your history, um, your relationship, how it started and just, just indulge us. Let us know what's going on. Uh, well, so kind of, uh, I, I describe it as accidental poly. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, not, not something that I was ever, uh, you know, involved in previously or given any thought to or, or anything really, uh, Bobby and I, uh, have been uh, together for seven years now. Uh, uh, we had been married for four, uh, you know, just cruising through life, you know, raising kids, doing, doing the whole thing. And uh, uh, I had known uh, Diana 15 years prior, a long time ago. Uh, she was actually my kid's babysitter's best friend. And she grew up and <laughs> lost lost touch and everything. And uh, we uh, started chatting on, on Facebook and had some, some great conversations and stuff and, and hit it off really well. And how well we hit it off, I, you know, instantly, you know, Kind of fell in love, and I've uh, <laughs> this is the tricky part, I guess. Um, in my previous relationships, I had had a history that I'm not proud of, of you know, being you know, a little, uh, little bad, and mm -hmm. so uh, I, I wasn't gonna do that uh, with Bobby, but uh, so I, I went to her and I was, you know, when the flirting started with uh, Diana and I, I was like, hey, so there's there's this girl, right? And uh, what do you think of her? And much to my surprise and I guess grat gratification. She's like, yeah, she's cute. And, uh, so, uh, we, all, we all started talking and, you know, at, at first it was just going to be fun. And, you know, the fun was more fun than I think any of us expected. And we right, all, right. You know, went to dinner and, you know, started hanging out and, you know, got a babysitter for the kids, got a hotel room for the night and been, been, uh, been together for the most part, you know, ever, ever since, uh, it just, it, it all went very, very quickly. Um, you know, so from, how long has Diana been part of the relationship? Uh, we're, we're around nine months now. Okay. Nice. Okay. So, and you yeah. know what you, you were talking about how you're saying like, I have bad in the past and whatnot. <laughs> and we actually just talked about it today, how, you know, there are situations where people, they don't realize that, you know, poly might be the way for them. And instead, you know, what do they do? They end up like cheating. And then, you know, if, and people are thinking, you know, maybe I should have just asked. So that's the thing too. It's like, once you did kind of bring that about it made it a little bit easier in terms of like, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd rather 
you know, what's the worst you could say? No. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I could just see if I can retell the story a little bit better, I guess, because uh, I left out some key elements there. Um, oh, yeah. Go for it. So so knowing that Bobby, uh, you know, had bisexual tendencies, you know, she was into girls and, you know, we've we've watched, you know, porn together. And, you know, I, I know I know I know what she's uh, I know what she's attracted to. And I, I thought that, uh, you know, maybe it'd be be something fun to explore. And she she was she was down with it. And, uh, you know, kind of went from there. But, yeah. So my history as a serial philanderer, I didn't want to do that in the relationship that I was in with Bobby. I, I had more. Right more love and respect for her than I did some of my previous relationships, I guess. Right, right, right. I grew and matured a little bit as a person, you know, since then. So mm -hmm. uh, we talked about it and it, it sounded like fun. And, and then, like I said, you know, everything just kind of happened really fast from there. Um, probably too fast. There's a, there's probably a, a cautionary tale in there as, as well. You know, we've certainly had our, our struggles in the development of our relationship. It hasn't all right, right. You know, rainbows and sunshine. No, no, of course. That's I mean, everybody. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a big thing we say, like Polly's not easy. No you know, people that think it's, it's easy. It's like, <laughs> you, you've never done it then. It, you know? you know, anytime, uh, you know, a friend or coworker or something, you know, finds out about it. We, we talk about it, you know, obviously the other guys are always like, Oh, high five. You know, that's great. And like <laughs> my, my, my go-to response is it looks good on paper. <laughs> uh you know in in practice it's uh there's there's a lot to it you know i you know always consider myself you know great with communication you know very you know emotionally intelligent everything else and this is this has challenged me for sure it's it's pushed me to my limits uh yeah if if you think you're a good communicator you're you're not <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. It, there there's so much more to it and I mean, we're yeah. still learning how open are you guys in terms of like, does your friends and your family know? Everyone knows. <laughs> Everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, for the, the people that we you know talk to the most, it's been a little bit different uh, for all of us as, as far as coming out. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 43 years old, so like I'm pretty well set in my ways. And like, if people don't like my lifestyle or my decisions, they can, Kick rocks. Uh, that's kind I'm of another beautiful girl at this table that actually thinks the exact same thing. Yeah. Yep. 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 So for me, it was like it was no big deal. And you know, uh, the the responses I got were overwhelmingly positive. I was I was actually kind of surprised by the support that, that I got. Most people were of the opinion that you know, so hey, you know, if you're if you're happy, we're happy for you. Um, you know, uh, Bobby was uh, a little slower uh, with with some of her family, a little more, you know trepidatious and, and timid with it uh she comes from a you know southern baptist upbringing and uh and then diana as well it, it took her the longest uh you know again because of just her family dynamics and things like that so it, it's been a little different for all of us but um the people closest to us i think for the most part now are all pretty much they, they know what's up and uh like i said overwhelmingly supportive i would say that's great I, I mean, know, at least tough I struggle to get there, but it's great that you have the support of most of the people that you talk to. Yeah, absolutely. I think at the very least, a common experience that I've found among poly people who are open about it to friends and family is the sheer curiosity <laughs> that you see in some people. They ask a million questions. Sometimes they get maybe a little too personal. I think it really speaks to the amount of people that still have this to discover about themselves. And I think it's 
very impressive that you were able to recognize that about yourself and then trust and respect your partner enough to bring it to them. I think it's very inspiring. Well, there's also um, me growing up in high school, like a lot of my friends, I mean, I, I know one couple that was poly and it was two girls and a guy and we were pretty young, like 20 years old. So I kind of had experience with it. Um, whenever Mike brought that up, I kind of brought it to like, kind of brought that to his attention was like, well, I think I told him about my poly friends. I don't know. So yeah, I also pushed the idea of like telling Bobby, asking her, you know, if she wants to do this with us. Um, cause I've kind of seen it done before. Mm-hmm. I, and yeah, I'll, I'll note that. Yeah. Diana is, is the youngest of, of our, of our three, you know, she's, she's in her twenties. So yeah, just, there's, I mean, there's all, you know, there's a generational gap there, I guess. Um, so yeah, where, where I had never considered her or anything, I had never known any poly people. I mean, knew what it was or whatever, but you know, had never considered it for myself or anything, which looking back now, I don't know why it seems so damned obvious <laughs> right. what I should have been doing the entire time. Yeah. I used to listen to poly podcasts and then like, um, some of my friends wanted me to be in a poly relationship with them. But um, I never joined it because it just didn't seem right. Um, but with Mike and Bobby, everything seemed seemed so so good. That's so great. Yeah, we have similar bubbles as the youngest, and she was the only one with experience coming into this relationship. Yeah, no, you, your uh, your story is we, very very. Yeah, close we were like, to uh, what? Polly, yeah. sure, let's try yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, uh, not even like the 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 age differences are like almost close to identical. So yeah, that was an, another thing too. I was like, that's why I was excited for you guys to come on as well. Um, you know, we the 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 episode that we talked about, we talked about our our history as well. That's one that comes up next week, and really, uh, you know. It, it, it's funny how, like, when I hear your story, it's it's very similar to ours. I mean, there are some differences, but um, obviously, um, it's just, that, again, that's why we wouldn't have you on. So I know there was a question that Bubbles actually brought up a while ago, and it's about really managing the poly lifestyle with children. Because we don't, we, TT and I don't have any kids, and we didn't actually have, we had no plans to have kids. I'm actually had a vasectomy, so and it's not happening at all. I'm scheduled for my bilateral salpingectomy sterilization surgery. Yeah, so <laughs> there's no, I mean, we've got great dogs, but there's no babies <laughs> happening here. Yeah, so we were very curious about how yeah. that works. So you're, you're, just first explain, like, in terms of like children you have, and then are they, do they know about what's going on? Uh, yeah, so sorry, I didn't mean to say that way. Are they aware of the relationship? Is that better? Uh, yeah, so um, I have three adult children uh, by my previous marriage. Uh, I've got a son who's 23, uh, daughter who's 22, and I'm, okay, so a, a transgender child that's uh, that's 19. I still don't know quite a, I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they're they're all out of the house at this point, and. Uh, uh, so it, it, it's a, been a little easier, you know, I guess, breaking it to them and like acclimating them to the idea because it's not so in your face. Like they don't live with us. So, you know, it's a little different. Uh, and the relationships are a lot different. Um, you know, like I said, you know, two of my, my children are in their 20s. So is Diana. Um, so that's it's right. been a little awkward for my older kids. Um, and then at home, um, Bobby has... Uh, two daughters from previous marriage that are uh, 10 and almost 12 now um, that, that we've raised together for the last seven years. And uh, they've, they've been 
they've been really cool. This is it's Mama D. You know, they oh, that's great. they welcomed her with with open arms. Um, and uh, it's, it's still it's still like I said, you know, everything's you know a learning process, and you know, there's there's good good to it, and there's getting better, you know, and there's there's been some struggles and stuff like that, but um, it, it's it's one of those things where like you know, it doesn't come with a manual like you know, no it does not <laughs> there's not a there's you know there's not a book that you can read or you know uh self-help is like this is how you introduce your children to your new poly relationship um so so we've we've been kind of you know we've been winging it um you know thankfully we've you know we've got great kids and you know they're just they're full of love and so uh, at the ages that they're at uh you know the 10 and 11 year old to them you know I guess society hasn't beaten the idea of monogamy into their head mm-hmm. for so long now that this is a uh, a difficult thing for them to wrap their head around. You know, it's like at first, uh, you know, especially the, the the eleven, almost twelve year old. You know, she was like, "Ew, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's that's weird." Uh, right. You know, but but uh, you know, she's she's warmed up to it, and uh, you know, over the over the course of our relationship, it's just gotten easier and just more natural. Like. Uh, we don't really give it much of a, a second thought at this point. I think it really speaks to what you were saying about the open-mindedness of children. I know we don't have children personally, but my younger cousins who are in elementary school, I talked to my aunt, their mother, about telling them, basically saying, hey, what would you like to do? And she said, oh, no, tell them, be honest. It's your life. And I told my younger cousin that I had a boyfriend and a girlfriend. And she said, you can kiss two people at the same time. (laughs) And my aunt said, you can kiss however many people you want, as long as everyone knows and is okay with it. She went, I'm going to kiss a thousand people. (laughs) That's great. You know, you think that they're not going to. Bubbles, didn't you also find um, an article about something along those lines wasn't it a certain line like like having a certain amount of like parents and they had you know the the child oh the, dragging. the uh the yes so children there is a an all-male polyamorous triad that recently fought for the right of all three of them to appear as the father on the birth certificate of their children and the court supported them, which is wonderful. But I know one of the quotes from their interview talked about how at first the original couple hadn't thought about children, but when they met their third member, all of a sudden the idea became more approachable. You know, there are more hands, there's more of a give and take almost. And I was curious as to what your perspective on that is. Oh, I, I'd seen that article linked uh, and, and read it myself. I, it's, that's, it's wonderful. Uh, and as, as far as, you know, it, it taking a village, I think it's almost to, to a literal sense. Right, right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. Especially, you know, uh, we, we all have a very, very busy life, very different schedules, uh, you know, things like that. So the, the more people there are to pitch in and, and help with responsibilities, you know, if, especially, you know, right now you know, in the pandemic and stuff with the remote yeah. learning, and, uh, Bobby works during the day, I work at night. So like our schedules are, are different. And so, uh, you know, Diana has been able to, you know, pick the girl up from school or, you know, help them with the, the remote learning. So, I mean, like just the, the more hands, the better. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know that when I kind of just uh, discussed with you a little bit, just through like messaging, um, I wanted you to elaborate a little bit about, you know, your relationship now, because, um, you know, you and um, Bobby are married, but I know that's kind of the, the, the relationships changed a little. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Well, we, we were, um, you know, I, from the very beginning, um, you know, I, I, in all of my my research with you know different podcasts and 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 the books you know the ethical slide and uh, you know more than two uh, all the different resources out there because you know when I got into this you know especially when we first started having problems you know in the beginning with communication things like that you know I'm the kind I'm very autodidactic you know so I I dove into every resource I could find you know every bit of material I could pour over in in my efforts of you know trying to make sure that the relationship was was fair and equal because you know diana sacrificed you know a lot coming in you know uh when, when she moved in you know she was giving up uh, her place she lived about 45 minutes away um you know giving up her her space you know and jumping into you know a, a ready-made family that already had you know routines and, and schedules and, right. and relationship dynamics so it wasn't just her developing a relationship with you know bobby and i it was the kids too and you know our three dogs and you know, my adult children and, and, and all of that. And so we've, we've always tried to do everything, you know, as equitably as, as possible. So uh, a couple of months ago, Bobby and I actually filed for divorce, you know, just so we could be on a, a more level playing field and, you know, that hopefully, you know, uh, we can all get married, you know, in the near, in the near future. And uh, uh, Diana will be able to take my last name and, and things like that. So it was, it was, it was always really important to me to just kind of, like, if we're going to do this, you know, we're not going to half-ass it. You know, we're, we're going to yeah. do it all the way. Yeah. You know, uh, I think that uh, you read a lot um, in the poly community, you know, about couples' privilege and, and things like that. And, I mean, it's it, it's, a, it's a problem. There's so much. You'll, you'll never fully decouple. You know, when you've been with somebody for that, you know, extended amount of time and built, you know, portions of your life together, it's almost impossible to completely separate. And there's so much that you just take for granted. You know, little right. things that you don't even think about. And so in the, in the interest of, you know, trying to keep things, you know, equal and, and make sure that Diana felt like, you know, a fully invested partner, you know, in this, in this relationship, uh, you know, we've, we've taken, some would call that a, a drastic step to make sure that everything yeah. is, you know, uh, level and, and as equal as we can make it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's good for you guys. I know it's not, it's not an easy step to make. And, um, you know, like I said, probably not easy. So um, what I really like is to get some advice from you thinking about other people that are getting into the poly community. It's, it sounds like you guys didn't really have that situation where it was a couple that said, Hey, we want to bring someone in. It was more of, um, you know, like you said, like accidental, accidental poly. Accidental yeah. poly. So but then you still have had, I'm sure things that you've learned and things that you might've changed if you had known about it in the yeah, I would say I would say you know if you can give us in terms of like some of your advice for people like once you're in you know just the poly relationship. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that probably more so than than others, we've had to you know learn on the fly. I mean, obviously in in the the poly Facebook groups and and, and things like that, you know, the the most common theme that you see is you know that married couple you know looking for you know a, a third to to bring into their relationship, you know, which there's it's a kind of a hot button you know issue uh there there are ethical ways to do it and, and unethical ways to do it so coming into our relationship being accidentally poly kind of the way that we were the 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 people that are already out there searching they you know, have you know different app profiles and stuff like that you know they already kind of 
have an idea. They're, they're members of this group. So they see the discussions, they kind of, they knew terms like decoupling going into it and, you know, uh, couples privilege and, you know, all, all those, those fun buzzwords. Um, so we didn't, my, my biggest, I guess, bit of advice, you know, would be to read as much as you can, you know, get pour over, you know, materials, podcasts, like, like you guys have, um, you know, books, you know, just learn as much as you can. It's not something to take lightly. Uh, you know, you're talking about real people with, you know, real feelings and, and stuff. And, you know, it's just like any relationship, you know, I mean, there's lots of heartbreaks and you, you don't, you don't want to, you know, leave a sour taste in anyone's mouth, I guess. Um, yeah. So you, like I said, you see those, a lot of established couples, you know, out there looking for, you know, that, that third person never do it to fix a marriage. Bobby and I had a, a, a pretty good marriage, pretty solid foundation to begin with. Um, you know, we weren't out there actively looking to fix something that was wrong or spice things up. You know, we, yeah, yeah. But, Not, there's more buzzwords right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, just, I would say just, yeah, to the, the people out there that are, are looking, it's, it's a wonderful thing. It can be a beautiful relationship. I mean, I can't imagine my life any different, you know, now that I have experienced this, like, yeah, you know, um, just be careful, know what you're doing, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, you mm -hmm. know, um, uh, and it can be, it can be a wonderful thing and just, just educate yourself. Yeah. How do you guys, um, how do you, uh, I would not want to say deal with how, like, how do you guys work with communication? Like, is there a, do you guys just address no. a problem when it comes up? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We, we, we don't. Yeah. Um, no, we, we sweep it under the rug as much as we can. No, um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's difficult. You know, I mean, uh, communication, as, as anybody knows, you know, it, it's difficult in a relationship. Um, you know, when you have three people, it's exponentially more difficult. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, we, uh, in the beginning of our relationship, we started by trying to have a weekly, like, check-in. Um, yep. you know, every, every Monday night, you know, sit down for an hour, be able to get off, you know, whatever's you know on your mind or, you know, whatever might be bothering you. And it, it worked pretty well for a while. It, it didn't take long before we found ourselves in therapy, um, <laughs> <laughs> which they, they, you know, not a bad thing. There should be no stigma about that. Like, again, if I'm, yeah, if, I, if I'm, if I'm going to give any other piece of advice, be that like, just start in therapy. Don't, don't right. wait until you need it. Just go ahead and start there. Uh, build, build a relationship with a good poly-friendly therapist from day one. Uh, you will need her or him. So, um, uh, no, communication, it's, like I said, it's it's tough. Uh, we fall into the trap a lot of times that because we want everything to be good and feel good and everyone to be happy, I think that uh, the biggest problem that we have with communication is not being clear and upfront about our feelings. You know, a lot of times I think all three of us are guilty of that. Like a lot of times, you know, we just kind of go with the flow. You don't want to be the, you don't want to be the one that's rocking the boat. Right. Right. When, right. when there's three of you. So uh, it's something that we're still working on, you know, and, and still trying to learn how to do is, you know, just be able to, you know, be, be honest and communicate, you know, what's going on with us and stuff like that before it festers, you know, cause it, it, it can, I mean, hurt feelings can be, you know, a cancer in it again, in any relationship, but I think especially Polly, you know, you, you know, you let something sit too long and, you know, resentment start to grow. And yeah. It, yeah. You gotta small get it problem out. Ends up becoming a much bigger problem. Oh right? yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we do a similar thing. We do a, uh, we call it town hall and we, uh, you know, we do it once a week. And even if it's not, you know, you're hurt about something. We try to even, even it's just positive, like, Oh, it was a great weekend. And I'm sure tomorrow I'll be like, thank you for putting up with me while I, 
bossed around and try to get us to record a whole shit ton. Yeah. So uh, no, that's great. That's great. So is there anything else that you guys um, like you wanted to add in? Yeah, I'd like to add um, for new poly couples coming in. Um, like you're going to face a lot of criticism from people like negative comments. So mm-hmm. that's always difficult navigating. And also if you're going to look for a therapist, you know, a lot of people don't know what anything looks like aside from a, a monogamy relationship. So even though you have a therapist that will accept your group and try to counsel you, they may not be on the same level that you're at where right. they still have negative ideas about what poly means and may not necessarily support you and like your goals in the relationship. Um, but yeah, definitely communication is, is so important. I think that's such a great point, especially when, you know, when you're thought shopping for a therapist, quote unquote, for other mm-hmm. reasons, they're very upfront about what they're knowledgeable in, what their specialties are and what they don't really know a lot about and what they can't really help you with. And I think your idea of advocating for yourself in that aspect is so important because if your therapist doesn't know how to help you about a poly relationship, you know, what's, what's really the point? I actually have seen some negative um, Facebook posts on one of the poly group of therapists saying, you know, maybe have you tried not being Polly? And it's oh like, God. that's yeah. not an answer. <laughs> I'm depressed. Uh, did you ever stop? You ever try being happy? <laughs> it's like, no, that's not how it works. But yeah, we we've run into you know, I mean, not just therapists, but just you know, a, a lot of you know the society at large. I guess you know the the default you know of oh, so it's an excuse for cheating. Yeah. Um, like, like, no, no, no. And, and, and I mean, that's true with therapists too. I mean, you think about it, you know, a lot of relationship therapists, you know, couple therapy, you know, that's, that's kind of like, you know, that's, that's their wheelhouse, right? Like, you know, people go to couples therapy because, you know, somebody's, you know, doing something they're not supposed to be doing, you know, so that's kind of their default. So, you know, people with a, a more open relationship like that walk into the room and it's like kind of the, the, the default setting for the therapist to just assume that there's somebody doing something bad in the relationship. Yeah. I'd say if you're, if you're poly, take anything that anybody has to say to you about your relationship with a grain of salt, because <laughs> they're not poly. Maybe, yeah. maybe a salt lick. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should look into thruples therapists, right? Any thruples therapists they'd out make there? A, they'd make a killing. I bet. <laughs> So um, I would kind of I would like to actually just end with if you guys have any stories like we we had one segment we call it the good the bad and the funny do you guys have anything along those lines? Uh, I, I actually yeah I, I got uh, my uh, my first uh, Bobby and I's I guess first experience as as a couple uh, uh, in Polly uh, again very accidental uh, Polly we seem to trip into this all the time. Uh, so uh probably four or five years ago uh we had gone to denver uh bobby is a really big denver broncos fan uh go broncos uh, i'm a raiders fan but <laughs> I, took, I took her to mile high stadium uh for uh for her first game out there and on the we drove there from oklahoma and i'm on the way there i was like you know it would be really cool give her the full denver broncos experience you know you know let's do the tailgate thing with some actual like local fans all right so i get on craigslist uh, I put up an ad looking for a tailgate to hang out at, you know, because we're going to be there for a couple hours before the game. 
just want to meet, meet some friends or whatever. You see, you already see where this is going. So, <laughs> so I, I get a response from this lovely couple. Uh, and I don't consider myself to be a naive person. I'm, I'm a man of the world. I've been all over the place and you know, experienced lots of things in my life. But I was completely oblivious to this one. So we meet this couple and they asked for a picture, which I thought, you know, so they could pick us out of a crowd or whatever. And yeah. uh, we start chatting back and forth and, you know, they, they invite us to, the, to their tailgate and we go and we hang out and, you know, they start offering us drinks and, and everything. And Did everything have a pineapple in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it should have. Um, <laughs> but uh, so we, uh, we get invited to the tailgate and yeah, uh, it, it took a little while before either of us realized they were inviting us into, you know, their tailgate to check out our tailgate. Um, and I, I, again, you know, the ad was just, it was very instant and innocent. There was nothing suggesting that that's what we were looking for. But yeah, so we, uh, we almost ended up swingers in Denver uh, oh my God. for our first uh, foray into Poly. Foreshadowing. Uh, was it well, like a couple looking for some tail and like the gate got like knocked out in the actual <laughs> ad or something? Nice. Oh, that's great. We just stopped so, there. So that, that was our first experience with Polly, I guess. Oh my God. It was great talking to you guys. Um, you know, you have a very, um, I don't want to use the word like bold, like a very positive poly relationship going. You know, what what your journey is incredible. It really is like an inspiration for other people as well. So I really appreciate you guys coming on, uh, sharing your experience, sharing your poly journey. And we really, you know, good luck with everything, your, the, the future of your relationship. And we're... Uh, we're, I guess we're like, we're like fans of you guys now. Like I want to like, know, I want to know like how things turn out. Can we get an update? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I want to see like pictures in the wedding, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah no, we, well, we'd, we'd love to come back anytime y'all have us. Fantastic. Yeah, it was Fantastic. great talking to you. Thank All right. You. Thanks guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. That was nice meeting you. All right. So that was a great interview. Um, you know, they had a lot of insight in terms of, in terms of, uh, in the poly world, um, and, you know, possibly might have them on again. I'd love to kind of hear a follow-up of um, how everything, you know, turned out with them. Yeah. I loved hearing from the quote unquote accidental poly right. side of things. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no one path is the same. Exactly. So I actually want to jump in here a little bit at the end where we, you know, sometimes have our news segment to take a moment and talk about the recent wave of anti-trans legislation across the states right now. We want to acknowledge that this is happening, that we stand with our trans brothers and sisters. You know, if you want to help, you know, you could always look a little bit more into it, maybe donate to organizations like the ACLU or the Trevor Project, reach out to the community. I know we can't address it every single time because of Yes. Time issues and our interviews, but know that we are thinking about you and supporting you. And we want to shed some light on that because this shouldn't be happening in. No, no, it's well put. And, you know, next um, week we're going to get back to um, covering some more news stories as well. All right. So thanks for tuning in again, Menagerie. Um, You can always contact us at unicorns dragons and and poly at gmail.com that's also our um facebook group as well as our instagram instagram handle if you have any questions um comments content you'd like to hear us um you'll reach out talk to us and uh we will talk to you next week be kind of all kinds people